Welcome back to the Paradigm You podcast. This is a quick bonus episode. I had a listener reach out and ask me to talk about the specific topic of feeling like a failure, why we feel like we're failing, why we have really high expectations potentially that are unrealistic, and why we care so dang much about what other people think. And instead of waiting until the next episode and looping that in, because I have kind of a plan for where I want to go with a couple of the next episodes, I thought, you know what, let's just respond to this right away. So first off, want to shout out to the person who sent this. Thank you for that request. And if you're listening to these episodes and you're like, oh, April, can you talk about this topic? Because I'd really like to know if I'm not alone on that one. I hope you know by now that I am an open book and I'm happy to share my perspective, my experience, and my insight as best I can in hopes that it inspires you and helps you to feel like you're not out on an island all by yourself, especially entrepreneurs or parents or, I mean, gosh, actually, know it. You know what? Scrape all of the titles. I don't know about you, but I know that there are a lot of people out there, myself included, that oftentimes feel like we might be the only ones feeling this way. And I'm here to tell you it's not true. And I even know that. I hear from a lot of people that they say, oh, you know, I'm experiencing this or I'm feeling this or I witnessed this topic in my coaching. And yet I still, when I feel those those feelings, I feel like I'm isolated and, and on an island. So This episode is specifically for the topic of feeling like a failure and why we have high expectations, possibly even unrealistic ones, and why we care so much about what others think. All right, here we go. So I I wrote down a couple notes and I'm just kind of kind of winged this one. I hope that that's okay. Just uh, hoping that whatever words are supposed to come through me and to you is exactly what I'm going to say here. So here's what I thought. When I read that, I'm like, you know what? I can totally relate. I feel like a failure on a regular basis. And the interesting part is, depending on if I'm in a good spot or a not so great spot, I can justify whatever those thoughts are. Here's a reminder. You've probably heard me say this on earlier episodes, but this is a really good reminder. I learned this from one of my mentors, Jim Fortin, and it was my thoughts equal my feelings, my feelings equal my vibration, and my vibration equals my frequency. And I want to go back to the first part, which is my thoughts equal my feelings. If you are having negative thoughts, negative self-talk, negative narratives, just any of those stories in your head that are looping around and you're marinating in those, it's going to impact how you feel and how you feel impacts how you show up on a regular basis. The interesting thing is how you show up typically is going to attract and create the environment that you're actually experiencing and living in. So if you want to change any of that, we need to start with our thoughts. Now, the interesting part with our thoughts is, um, and I'm only speaking from my own personal experience on this one, I can do a ton of the hard work on rewiring my brain. I mean, I'm listening to hypnosis audios almost every day. I'm, you know, diving into the topic of hypnotherapy to learn more about my subconscious. I've done a ton of, you know, trying different things like doing EMDR and doing tapping and, um, you know, Reiki and typical like, what is that called? Talk therapy. I've done a lot of the different pieces trying to work through some of the negative thought loops in my own head. And what I've learned is that some of that does stem from childhood. But what I'm working on really hard right now is I don't want to stay in the past. 
Because even the stuff in the, the past, when I think about it, it's not necessarily justified. It was just stories that I justified at a young age when my brain probably wasn't fully matured. Well, it, I know it wasn't. And I didn't fully understand a whole lot of the world. Quite frankly, I mean, I'm in my 40s now and I still don't know that I understand the world. So when we think about where some of those negative thought loops are and the fear of failure, I encourage you to to ask yourself, is this something that is a habit that I've had from, you know, a my youth or, you know, over the last few years? I've also learned recently that if you have something that's a traumatic experience and it doesn't have to be necessarily, you know, earth-shattering crazy awful things, it, for what you would say for somebody else would be an awful thing, but it could be something that's traumatic for you, that still can impact how you process your thoughts. And what I've learned about with regards to trauma is when we experience trauma, then part of us tries very hard to grasp onto whatever we can control in our worlds. And interestingly, one of the things that we think we can control is our thoughts. And if we start to believe that we are failing and we allow those thoughts to take up space, unfortunately, we start to actually listen to those negative thought loops far more than what is actually true. And here's what I can tell you is true. I have really rough days. In fact, I had one yesterday and I'm still kind of on the the up and up from it. Really rough day where I literally woke up and I had every negative thought I could possibly have and I was literally swimming in it all day. And it spent I spent most of the day just managing it. What was interesting about it is I gave all of those negative thoughts a whole lot of of weight. And I allowed them to control how I showed up for most of my day, which I did not appreciate. Quite frankly, I don't really love that side of April. But part of that is that failure piece. I started telling myself that, uh, look at all of the things I'm dropping the ball on. Look at, um, you know, my inbox. <laughs> my inbox is one of those things. If I'm looking for a failure uh, proof on my end, I can just look at my inbox and be like, yeah. Exactly. We're way over the thousands mark for how many emails are in our inbox. So if April wants to look for something that she's failing at, she looks right at her inbox and she's like, oh yeah, look at this. This is proof. Now, maybe you have a habit of doing this too. If you are somebody who you know yourself, I mean, we all know ourselves. We know our strengths. We know the areas that we need to work on. For me, I don't put a whole lot of weight in checking email because I prefer to have one-on-one interactions with people. And if that means that I'm not checking my email on a regular basis, unfortunately, that's just, it has to happen. Yet I can convince myself that I'm a failure when I'm not feeling so great. So if you're feeling like a failure, here's the first thing I want to ask you. Why are you feeling this way? What's prompting this? Is it something that actually happened externally that you have like ignited that feeling? And if you're feeling that way, are you giving away your own personal power? Oftentimes, if we're feeling like we're failing at something, we allow those negative thought loops to take over and have more power than when we can stand in our own personal power and say, no, not today. I am not willing to let those negative thought loops and those negative feelings control how I show up. So if you're feeling like a failure, let me ask you, do you believe it to be true? And if you believe it to be true, like capital T, true, what is the proof? 
What do you need to see that actually identifies that? Now, here's the the tricky part. We can justify anything. (laughs) I can look back at when I'm having a rough day, like yesterday, I can justify anything as a failure. I can be like, here's my proof. Here's my proof. Here's my proof. And I have a whole filing cabinet in my brain of all of the areas that I have failed over my entire lifetime. And I just happily pull all of those out magically on those days when I'm struggling. But I also know what I need to do to quiet those thought loops. For me, I need to have movement. I need to move my energy ideally outside and just like get that energy changing. I need to change where I'm holding my attention. So if you're marinating in those feelings of failure, I want to invite you, just go for a walk. Every time you feel like that, go for a walk. You know, I had a job once years ago and I was just miserable in this job. And I was kind of, I felt lonely. I didn't really know people. I was living in a town I didn't know. And it was just really rough. And I had a really good friend say, every time you feel crappy, go for a walk around the block and see if it helps. You guys, I did a lot of walking <laughs> that during that uh, season of life, um, but it helped. Every time I would go for a walk, I would come back and my energy would be changed and I had a different perspective. So if you're starting to allow those feelings of failure to sneak in or you're starting to realize that you know, you're worried about what other people are thinking, just move your attention, move your energy, physically move your body if you need to. Ask yourself if it's true. And if it's true, according to who? Is it according to somebody else? Are you giving someone else your power or are you holding on to this and truly believing that you failed at something? Now, here's the cool part about that. If you failed at something, let's just take a moment to celebrate. Like, let's do a happy dance. Whoop, whoop. I'm literally like throwing my arms up in the air. Because if you failed at something, it's probably pretty likely that you learned a whole lot of lessons. In fact, you probably learned way more lessons if you failed at something than if you knocked it out of the park at your first try and you didn't have to look back and figure any of it out. Think about that for a second. Oftentimes, when we fail, we grow faster, stronger, and deeper. It's so easy to look outward and think, nope, I need to get this right the first time. And I'm here to tell you it's not true. In fact, I have a lot of proof. Personally, I try a lot of things. I throw spaghetti at the wall all the time. I have conversations with people where I truly think that they probably are like, who is this chick and what in the world is she talking about? But in my mind, I want to lean in and play full out and live my life to the fullest. And that means that some days I'm going to feel like a failure because I'm not going to knock it out of the park every single time and neither are you. And if you think you're going to do that, let's go back and talk to your parents and tell them to stop fluffing you so much because it's not true. We're all going to fail at things in our life. And the faster we accept that and the faster we acknowledge that and embrace it and celebrate it and be like, okay, failed at that. Wow, that sucked pretty bad. Let's move on. What did I learn from that? the faster you can actually continue on your journey. But if you get stuck in the the marinating of failure, which I do too, like don't get me wrong, I definitely, like I said, yesterday was one of those days where I'm like, I kind of just want to sit on the floor and just like 
mope around for the rest of the day. But what I realized was that was not going to serve me or anyone else. And that is not how I want to show up for my family and my children and my business. And that's just not going to get me where I want to go. So we can have those crappy days. And here's the thing. When you have those crappy days, have a support system that you can lean on. And if you don't have that built in, like if you don't have a partner who's like wildly supportive of you, for example, like I have one where I can just be like super mopey and he's like, I got you. I got you. Like, get your butt off the ground and stop whining about this and stop thinking that you're a failure because I have proof that you're not. And he'll fluff me, right? Like, and I'm using the word fluffer. If you don't know what a fluffer is, I had to learn this the hard, hard way. I'll tell you that story someday. Um, and it's not inappropriate. It sounds inappropriate, but it's not. Um, but you need somebody there to really build you up and cheer you on and be your advocate. And if you don't have that internally within your support system and the people in your world, then you need to look outward and find that. That's why so many people have coaches. That's why so many people see therapists. That's why so many people numb themselves on social media because they're looking outward, hoping that somebody is going to tell them exactly what they need to hear. And I'm here to tell you, there's no right answer. We're all going to fail at things, and that's just how it is. But if you marinate on that and you hold that with your intention... It's going to make you crazy. So let's release that and acknowledge that we're all going to have failures and it's not necessarily a bad thing. Let's take the stigma of failing out of it and just say, you know what? I learned a whole lot of lessons from that. What an incredible gift that I was given that I get to figure these things out because now I'm going to be stronger. I'm going to be better and I'm going to know because I have that experience. You know, I recently was um, a co-author in a book and one of the other co-authors had some really great insight. He said, everyone is so bombarded with information because we can get it everywhere, right? Like we can get it on the internet. We can get it like any, any anytime you turn on your phone, you're getting so much information. You can go down so many rabbit holes and become an expert in so many things. But here's the thing with technology. We're not able to get the wisdom. And this person, he said, um, this other co-author, he was saying that so many people are bombarded by information and so thirsty for wisdom. And I, I think that's so true. I'm so grateful that he said that because it's absolutely true. We're all looking for that wisdom. And here's the cool part, you guys. Wisdom comes from experience. So if you're putting yourself out there and you're trying new things, you're going to get knocked down every once in a while, but you're going to build that wisdom muscle. You're going to continue to grow. Now, here's the other thing. This person that wrote me said, why do we care about what others think and why do we have high expectations or unrealistic expectations of ourselves? Here's what I can tell you about that. (laughs) We are usually our hardest critic. I know I am. I, I'm so much harder on myself than I think anyone else is. And oftentimes when they when somebody will give me a compliment, I'm like, you guys are nuts. You clearly don't know. And that negative part of me will just like grasp onto anything and try to knock it down. But here's the thing. Most of us are our hardest critic. Now, interestingly, if you're doing something that puts you in a spotlight or you are stepping into that arena and you are actually putting yourself out there in whatever way that is for you and you're trying your best, you're going to get external critics also. I can tell you when I first started, when I left my career working on college campuses and I first started um, the bar business, I opened up a bar in a town that I didn't know anyone. I didn't live there at the time. 
And I, I really wasn't that connected. I, I was trying, but I wasn't connected. And every uh, day I would have c- customers come in and it was amazing how many of them would tell me I was doing things wrong. They would literally sit at the bar for hours <laughs> telling me all of the ways I was failing at, at my business and I was doing things totally wrong while they were paying me so that they could sit there and drink beers. And it, I, for a while there, you guys, I let them take up space in my brain. I started agreeing with them. I'm like, yeah, you know, you're probably right about that. Yeah, I probably could have done that better. But here's the thing. I would give them so much more weight than the hundred other people that would come through the doors or the lines out the door when we were at capacity almost every weekend. And I'm getting calls from the fire department because that place is just bursting at the seams with people. That didn't hold as much weight. All of those people who loved the business that I was creating, that didn't hold as much weight as the loud, squeaky effing wheels that would sit there and tell you all the ways that you were failing. And I'm guessing if you're feeling like you care about what other people think, either you're your own loudest critic or you have those squeaky wheels telling you that you're failing. And either way, I'm here to tell you you're doing a great fucking job. Let me tell you again, it doesn't matter what other people think. All that it matters at the end of the day is how you show up and what you truly believe. And if you truly believe that you are giving it your all, I am so proud of you. And I want to cheer you on. And I want to be that person in your ear that's telling you, get back up. You're going to get knocked down and it's okay. Every time you get knocked down, get back up because you're going to get stronger every single time. And you may not realize it, but every time you get back up, that strengthens your muscle. And it shows all of those people that are watching you how strong you truly are. Not that that matters. Let, <laughs> let's, let's put a stake in that and say it doesn't matter. But <clears throat> what does matter is if you have little eyes watching you, and they watch you get knocked down, you better, you better. Oh my gosh, my friend, if I'm, I'm definitely not the person to tell you what to do. But here's what I would like to ask you and encourage you to consider. If you have little eyes watching you, I want you to think about what would you tell them? If they get knocked down, how are you going to, to rally for them? How are you going to advocate for them? How are you going to encourage them to learn from the lesson? so that they can go out and lean into whatever it is that they're meant to do on this planet. Because we all are here on purpose. And if you are listening to this and you are like, yep, I totally have felt like a failure before, April. I really give a whole lot of weight to what other people think. You're not alone. And I'm here to tell you that at the end of the day, all that matters is how you're showing up and who you truly are at your core. The rest of it we can work through. Let me ask you, why do you feel like you're a failure? Do you feel like you're a failure? Do you feel like you have high expectations or unrealistic expectations? Or do you care what other people think? And if you do, if you're like, yes, to any of those, you're a completely normal human being. So let's just take a moment to celebrate that you are a living, breathing human on this planet. (laughs) Now, here's the other piece with that. And then I will wrap up. A lot of us hold on to fear, and fear can consume us. Fear of judgment, of what other people are thinking, 
fear of feeling like we're inadequate or fear of being abandoned. That abandonment piece, I think that that it sounds a little bit like, oh yeah, maybe I'm not afraid of being abandoned, but it could come in a lot of different ways. That could even be how you're perceived on social media, how you're perceived in your social settings, how you're perceived in your career. And if you feel like you have, you're giving that weight to fear, then you can't focus on all of the other things because we can't have two thoughts at once. I am here to tell you that. Yesterday, I was trying really hard. Every time I'd have a negative thought, I'm like, okay, hold on, let's recalibrate, recalibrate, recalibrate. And it took a lot of work. And unfortunately, when you're working that hard to quiet some of those noise loops in your mind, it doesn't allow you to be as present. So if you're giving that control to fear, fear of judgment, fear of feeling inadequate, I want you to ask yourself if it's true and who are you giving your power to? So I, okay, this episode turned into a way longer episode. Clearly I have a lot of um, strong emotion tied into that. Um, probably because this is something that I wrestle with quite strongly. And it's not something that I think is going to go away anytime soon. I'm learning personally how to just embrace it, to honor it, and to celebrate it. Because, you know, every time I have those fears, every time I feel like I'm a failure, every time I start to worry about what other people think, it gives me a beautiful opportunity to really look inward and to ask myself some pretty deep questions and also to honor and celebrate the journey and all of my failures. I mean, you guys, I have a long list of failures and I'm sure all of us can come up with a handful of failures, but you know what? We can probably also come up with even more wins. So if you're marinating and you're stuck on the failure piece, I wanna invite you to know in your core, in your being, that you are doing a great job. And if you're feeling like you're a failure, (laughs) that probably means you care enough to keep going and to figure it out. So if there is a piece that you are failing at, for example, if you're really struggling with a piece of your business and you're like, I I really got to figure this out because this business probably isn't going to stay alive much longer, then If you care enough about it, you also are smart enough to know when to reach out and to find help, whether that's a coach, whether that's a financial advisor, whether that's an attorney, whatever it is that you're feeling like you're failing at, reach out, surround yourself with those experts and those people who can lift you up when you feel knocked down. All right, I'm going to get off my soapbox. Thank you so much to the listener who sent this request in. I really appreciate it. Again, if you are finding value from these episodes, please, please, please write reviews, tell your friends, advocate for this podcast. I have made it a mission of mine for the year 2023 to really pour into you and to, you know, just share all of the experiences and the the gifts and the information and the insight and the resources that I have received and pass that on to you. Because I think in my opinion, if we are all working together and we are showing up and leaning in, then we're going to raise each other up because we're all going to have good days. We're all going to have rough days. And at the end of the day, I would like us all to be the light and lean into why we are on this planet and who we are meant to be. All right, on that note, it is closing time. Cheers to good karma.